0: those Kellogg's Corn Pops. Because here comes Guy Madison as Wild Bill and his pal Jingles, which is me, Andy Devine. We got another rootin' tootin' Wild Bill Hickok adventure story for you from that great new cereal with the sweetening already on it, Kellogg's Corn Pops!
1: Kellogg's Corn Pops brings you Wild Bill Hickok, transcribed in Hollywood and starring Guy Madison as Wild Bill and Andy Devine as his pal Jingles. As restless pioneers moved west, far beyond civilized frontiers, the lawless element would soon have taken control had it not been for a few strong, fearless men like Wild Bill Hickok. As Hickok and his deputy Jingles rode one night toward Horizon City, Mrs. Crawford and her son Johnny were hard at work in the office of the Banner, Horizon City's only newspaper. With them was Hiram Gibson, candidate for mayor of the town.
2: The type your editorial's all set up, Mom. All right, Johnny. Now, as soon as we get a proof made of this, I want Mr. Gibson to see what I've written. Let me make the proofs, Mom. I know how.
3: Well, I hope you know the chance you're taking, Mrs. Crawford.
2: Well, it's the duty of a newspaper to tell folks the truth, Mr. Gibson. It's sure time somebody told them. Here's the proofs, Mom. Thanks, Johnny. Now, Mr. Gibson, here's what folks will read in the banner tomorrow morning, right on the front page. Read it to him. It's a swell editorial. Horizon City is about to hold another election for mayor. We have the choice of two candidates. One is Hiram Gibson, who was sworn to give us clean government and a decent place to raise our families. The other is our present mayor, Jack Brody. Gambler, gunman, a man devoid of every decent instinct. The facts are all here. Read them and then decide.
3: Those are strong words, Miss Crawford.
2: I meant them to be.
3: Well, you know, Jack Brody isn't going to sit idly by while you print things like that.
2: Mr. Gibson, my husband started this paper as an instrument for clean government in the West. The last promise I made to him before he died was that I'd carry on the fight.
3: Well, let's just hope the people have the chance to vote the way they like.
2: Well, I've taken care of that. I've sent for a United States Marshal to see that the elections run legal-like. Well, Bill Hickok, Mr. Gibson, that's who's coming.
3: He'll have trouble with Brody and his gang. Well, I must be going. Now, please be careful, Miss Crawford.
2: Good night, Mr. Gibson. Good night, Mr. Gibson. I'll take care of Mom.
3: Well, I'll see you
0: both in the morning. Good night.
2: Lock the door, Johnny. Then we've got work to do. we got a to print the paper tonight? Yes. Ready to pass out first thing in the morning. Help me get the press ready. Sure. Shall we print the election ballots tonight, too? No, they can wait till tomorrow. My stars. Now, who could that be at the back door? Mom, maybe you had not let anybody in. No! Oh, Mom, who is it? Back inside,
4: lady. We don't hurt nobody unless we have to. Yeah,
3: me and Madden's got some talking to do.
2: What do you want? You have no right to come here this time of night.
4: Jack Brody thinks different. He's kind of careful what goes into your fool newspaper. He's going to win that election no matter what.
2: I'll print what I like.
3: Hey, Madden, take a look. She's fixing to
4: print plenty. Yeah. So that's what you're up to. Well, Brody don't want it. Tear up that type, That...
2: You stop that, you hear?
4: Don't let you.
3: Johnny, know. Hey, the branch got no, plenty got of spunk,
4: ain't he? Don't mind him. Just shut up and get busy.
2: Well, Bill Hickok's coming. He'll see. He'll take care of both of you.
4: That suits us fine. Brody's got a reception all ready for Hickok.
2: Don't wait, please. What are you doing? Just watch
5: it. Don't when wait. we get through, you won't be nothing. Oh.
0: He's still wide awake, Bill, from the looks of the horses around that gambling house. no, oh, no, me. You
6: don't seem very happy about it, Jingles.
0: Well, gee wills, Bill, I got a toothache. Getting worse, is it? Oh, my bicuspid's beating out the anvil course, and my jaw's swollen up like a cow eating jimson weed.
6: We'll hunt up for dinner as soon as we have a talk with Mrs. Crawford. There's the banner office right ahead.
0: Lights are still on inside. Do you think things are as bad here as she wrote you?
6: All she's asking for is a clean election. That's our job. Woo, Buckshot. Woo.
0: Well, sometimes that ain't easy. Now, whoa, Joker. Whoa, now stand there.
6: Well, let's go inside and get her story.
0: (laughs) Well, Bill, listen.
6: Trouble already. In the banner office. Let's get in there.
0: Hey, open up. Let us in.
6: Put your shoulder to the door, Jingles. Together now. (laughs)
5: Come on, let's get out of here. Do brother get out the back way? Right
0: after him, Jingles. Come on. Got jelly in their bones, ain't they? Well, we'll give them a send off.
7: You know, when your old pal Panhandle Jim gets excited, he just can't sit still. Oh, not me, partners. I gotta do something. And what I like to do best is eat Kellogg's Corn Pops. Gobble them up as fast as I can grab them up. Sure is a good thing these Corn Pops are a two-way cereal. Yes, sir, you can eat Kellogg's Corn Pops two ways. One way is right out of the box like I'm eating them now. They're a real tasty snack with the sweetening already on them. Now, the other way to eat Corn Pops is out of the bowl with milk. But remember, don't go pouring a lot of sugar on them. They're already sweetened for you. Tasty, puffed-up hearts of corn all ready to go. And they're good for you, too. Why, partners, they're a real two-gun, two-way cereal with B vitamins, vitamin D, with important minerals and food energy, too. So if you aren't already settled back enjoying Kellogg's Corn Pops right now, you better scoot on down to the store and get a load of them. You'll need plenty because the whole family's going to be getting into them. Now listen to this little saying. Kids love Pops. Moms love Pops. And Pops love Pops. In a little while, we'll say it together. Right now, I'm busting to get back to the show. How about you? Let's go.
1: Now, let's return to Wild Bill Hickok and his pal Jingles. Arriving at the office of the Banner, Horizon City's little newspaper, they find big trouble as two assailants scramble out the back way into the dark.
0: Are fire, Jingles. But well, they'll scare them far as much as I can see. They had horses waiting. They're gone, Jingles. Curled their tails, didn't they? All they fights, women and children, I guess.
6: Let's get back inside. We'll find out what this is all about.
2: Gentlemen. I don't know what we'd have done if you hadn't come when you did.
6: Glad we got here when we did, ma'am.
0: Bill, look what they did to this place. It's something a real dainty mule couldn't stand.
2: They were smashing it up, so me and Mom couldn't print the newspaper.
6: Jingles and I'll help straighten up, Mrs. Crawford. Meantime, you can explain things. Would you recognize those two fellows again?
2: Yes, for what good it'd do. They're a couple of Jack Brody's men. Brody? Who's he? Well, maybe I should have said Mayor Brody. He's running again, and this is his idea of how to win an election. Hiram Gibson's running against him. He'd make a good mayor, Mom says.
5: But
6: Brody has other plans, does it?
2: Yeah, and one of them's to take over Horizon City for him and his gang. You
0: mean there there ain't enough decent folks in this town to run a coyote like that down the road?
2: No, Brody's a hard man, Mr. Jingles. No one will testify against him. He's warned him away from the polls, and nobody dare stand up against him.
6: Except you and Johnny.
2: That's right, Wild Bill. We're not scared of Brody, are we, Mom? Well, gives us courage
0: having Mr. Hickok here. No, no, my tooth. Uh, same Mrs. Crawford.
2: Yes, Jingle. Does a tooth puller live in this town?
6: Jingles has a toothache, Mrs. Crawford.
2: Well, now that's a shame. We got only one dentist in this whole valley. Makes the rounds. He won't be back here till day after tomorrow, the day of the election. Oh, gee
0: where's I got to get rid of this tooth somehow. It's... Throbbing me something terrible. Why
2: don't you do what I do, Jingles? What? Tie a string to it, and the other end to the doorknob. Oh? Then I just slam the door.
0: Oh, oh, now, 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 let's not be hasty about this. You know, that might bring complications, you know. I, I might get lockjaw, or
2: hoof-and-mouth disease. Well, I have some camphor here someplace. That should ease the pain.
0: Well, uh, I'd sure be much obliged to you, ma'am.
2: I still think a string would be better. Now, cut that out, Johnny, and mind your own business.
6: Where do we find this man Brody, Mrs. Crawford?
2: Over at the gambling house. Now, open your mouth wide, Jingles, and hold still. Yes, ma'am. Aw.
6: All right, when you're ready, Jingles, we'll go over and get acquainted with his honor, the mayor. Watch it now, Jingles.
0: Hey, hey, how about that mean-looking feller standing at the card table with the black shirt?
6: Yeah, he sure fits Cody's description, all right. He's watching us.
0: Yeah, so's everybody else. And that galoot with him's one of those mozos that smashed the print shop where I ain't breathing. Brody's got a nerve bulldozing the whole town with gunslingers like that.
6: It's easy to be brave with gunmen around you. Here he comes.
4: Well, you never know what'll blow in.
6: I take it you're Jack
4: Brody. That's right, Hickok. Or is it Wild Bill Hickok?
0: Yes, it's Wild Bill Hickok.
4: Where'd you get a name like that?
0: Uh, the Black Mountain Gang could answer that for you.
4: Never mind, Jingles. So the Marshal's got himself a little helper. What's he do, shine your badge?
0: You. (laughs) Brody,
4: I think you know why we're here. Whatever it is, you made a mistake, Hickok. There's no need for a U.S. Marshal in Horizon City.
3: Yeah, we don't want no meddlers around here. He
4: knows what I mean, Bat.
6: We'll stick around. Just long enough to see there's a fair election. With everybody casting his vote the way he sees it. Suit yourself. But don't worry... I'll be re-elected.
0: You're mighty sure of yourself, ain't you, Brody? Sure.
4: But I'm warning you, Hickok. When the election's over, I'll provide you with an honor escort out of town. Special service for saddle tramps.
0: Saddle tramps? Why, you slack-jawed maverick. Oh, jingles. Well, Bill, having a toothache is one thing, but being called a saddle tramp is something else.
6: He knows better. (laughs) And we know what you are, Brody.
4: Just a lot of talk. That old Mrs. Crawford's a windbag. Nobody knows
6: anything or can prove it. Then supposing your man here explains why he smashed up Mrs. Crawford's print shot. He's
5: got a knife! He <laughs> The rest of you keep out of it if you don't want a gun, <laughs>
4: Nobody's mixing in. Brody! Brody, do something! I warned you about that strong-arm stuff, Bat. I've got other ways to win an election.
6: Take him over to the jail, Jingles. It's a little rundown from lack of use, but it'll hold him.
0: It's a pleasure, Bill. Come on, you Just
6: one more thing, Brody. The banner's still going to press tonight the way Missus Crawford wrote it.
4: It's a shame, Hickok. I'd hate to have to send you out of town, feet first. <laughs>
6: So mighty nice of you to have us over for supper tonight, Mrs. Crawford. That's
0: just what I was going to say.
2: Oh, I'm proud to have you all. Some more watermelon preserves, Mr. Gibson?
3: Well, thank you, I will. But uh, Mr. Hickok's right. After all the work you did last night, getting your paper out and printing the ballast today...
2: I passed out copies of the paper to everybody, Mr. Hickok. Nobody stopped me either.
6: That took courage, too, Johnny. I think now the decent folks will know how to vote tomorrow.
2: And knowing you're here, Mr. Hickok, they won't be afraid how they vote...
3: Well, there's just one thing that bothers me. Brody's been awfully quiet today, in spite of the way things are going.
6: Yeah, I noticed that too. Jack Brody's not the kind to of give up this easy.
0: Mrs. Crawford, I don't mind saying that this is without a doubt the best fried chicken I ever. Oh,
2: your tooth bothering you again, Jingles? Oh, it
0: sure is. You
2: want me to get a piece of string now, Jingles? Never you
0: mind now, Johnny. Hm. Uh, I can still chomp on the good side. Uh, pass the turnip greens, please.
3: Well, perhaps we're all too apprehensive about Brody's intent. Certainly he
0: can't stand up against... What's that?
2: Blimey. sounds like a commotion outside. Uh, it sure
0: does. You don't suppose there's trouble, do you?
2: Fire! Fire! Hear that, Mother? There's a fire somewhere. Johnny, see that glare down the street.
0: It's in your newspaper
4: shop, Miss Crawford.
2: All the ballots for tomorrow's election are there. They'll be burned. And the
0: whole place with it.
5: Get out the water, buckets.
6: You run, on. spread the word, Johnny. The rest of us will get to the fire and do what...
5: We can Now that last
0: bucket About did it Bill couple of more Through the window For good luck Well it stands to reason Brody and his crowd Wouldn't leave the gambling house
3: Long
6: enough to help We don't need them now Get the door open Jingles
2: You know the lamp's on the wall If the fire didn't get it
6: Lamp's alright Just a second Good
0: Jumping June bugs! This place sure has been taking a beating here late.
2: Hey, hey here,
0: here's a stack of ballots. Don't look like they've been harmed, any.
2: Glory be! At least half the ballots are here. Guess that's all that's left of them. The rest burned for sure.
6: There's still enough to hold the election. At least that isn't lost. Is Gopher's anything
5: left?
2: Yeah, there's plenty of ballots, Mister Gibson. I must have moved this stack over here this afternoon and get it out of the way.
3: Well, it's pretty clear what Brody was up to now.
0: It sure is. You know,
2: He figured
0: to burn all the ballots so there wouldn't be no election at all. Careful what you say, Jingles.
6: We have no proof that he started the fire.
2: Well, Brody's scheme's sure to backfire now. And I sure won't mind counting those ballots tomorrow night after the election. Gibson's bound to win. <laughs>
4: Mrs. Crawford, you finished counting the ballots?
2: I have, Mr. Brody, with Hickok's help.
3: I'll
2: announce the results if you'll keep quiet and give me a chance.
4: We're listening, Mrs. Crawford.
3: Go ahead.
2: Votes cast for Hiram Gibson, 210. For Jack Brody, 239. Jack Brody wins. (laughs) Well, that
4: is a surprise. Seems I win again. In spite of Wild Bill Hickok and his overgrown deputy.
2: (laughs) I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Gibson. There's nothing we can do now.
4: I know, Miss Crawford,
3: but I can't understand it.
2: Oh, neither can I. But there are the ballots, all marked. And anybody who wants to can count them.
3: Well, if that's the will of the majority, I have nothing to say. Congratulations, Mr. Brody. (laughs) I'm deeply touched.
4: You don't need none of your talk, Gibson. Looks like the party's on you, Brody. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: You'll get it.
4: But first I've got some official business. To run Hickok and Jingles out of town.
3: Now you're talking.
4: They're both down at the Marshal's office.
5: What are we waiting for? Come on! let go
7: Partners, when it comes to cleaning out lawless towns, it's tough to do better in Wild Bill and Jingles. And when it comes to rustling up a rootin' tootin' cereal, you can't do better than tasty Kellogg's Corn Pops, the kind that's already sweetened for you. They taste good, and they're good for you, too, because they got plenty of vitamins and minerals in them, just like it says on the Corn Pops box, help make you big and strong. You can eat all you want. And the reason you'll just keep on eating them is because those Kellogg's Corn Pops are golden hearts of corn, puffed up big and crunchy. And they're already sweetened for you. Out of the box or out of a bowl with milk. But don't use any sugar, because the sweetening's already there, and plenty of it. And that silver-like bag inside the box is really something. It's pure aluminum, keeps Corn Pops fresh up to ten times longer. And your mom can use it to store things in the refrigerator for wrapping sandwiches. But best of all, and already sweetened for you, are Kellogg's corn pops. You know who loves pops. Let's say it together Kids love pops, moms love pops, and pops love pops. (laughs) You said it. Now let's get back to Wild Bill and jingles.
1: Back to Horizon City, where Wild Bill Hickok and Jingles stand awaiting Jack Brody's angry mob.
0: Hey, Bill, Bill, they're coming this way, and, well, you know what
6: that means. Let them come, Jingles. I'm not through yet. Besides, you still haven't been to the dentist.
0: Well, I can stand an aching tooth a lot better than I can a hole in the head.
6: There's
4: the two of them. Now we'll send them
0: packing. (laughs) Well, come out, men. Make sure they don't come back. You've
6: come far enough, Brody.
0: You heard what he said. None of you long-eared sidewinders are running us out of town. Now stand back, or my trigger finger's going to get some exercise.
4: Maybe we'll start with that bucket of lawyer who calls himself a deputy.
5: Yeah. Why you?
4: I told you what had happened, Hickok, the minute I won the election.
6: I remember, Brody, but I'm not sure you have won an election. What
5: are you talking about, Mr. Hickok? What are you talking about?
6: You saw the votes counted, Marshal. How can anybody challenge it now? That's just what I'm about to explain, Mr. Gibson.
4: He's got nothing to say. Grab him and come on. <laughs>
6: That that, frozen Bill! Now listen to me. All of you. Somebody deliberately set fire to Mrs. Crawford's newspaper shop last night. We got the fire out before all the ballots were burned, just like they wanted us to.
2: Well, what are you trying to tell us, Mr. Hickok?
6: I'm saying I don't think the other half of the ballots were burned at all.
2: Uh,
0: you mean, Bill, that you think they were stolen and then somebody set that fire to make it look like those other ballots had burned up?
6: Exactly.
0: You saying we took them? Shut up.
6: Now I know Brody's men took the ballots, marked them last night in Brody's favor. But
3: the townspeople
6: did vote, Mr. Hickok. Sure they did. But after the election, the real, honest ballots were switched with the phonies. A crooked mayor would have ways of working that.
4: Uh, Don't believe him. If Hickok isn't lying, why doesn't he prove
6: it? All right, Mr. Brody. I'll admit what I said isn't true. If you'll go to your office and open up your safe right now.
5: his safe? What for? To show us
6: the real ballots. The ones that elected Hiram Gibson for mayor. Stashed away there till he had a chance to get rid of them.
0: And <laughs> look at Brody squirming like a half sidewinder waiting for sundown.
6: By the way, Brody, you should have told your boys to wash their hands before they marked the phony ballots. A dirty prints all over them. Gave you away. That doesn't prove a thing. Now for the last time.
3: I go along with Hickok. Let's have a look in the
6: safe right now. You ain't looking at nothing. He's drunk! <laughs> When a gilly man goes for his gun, that's all the proof you need.
0: Yeah. Now you're talking. Here them varmints down. I got Brody. Not yet, you haven't? Ow! Hit me on my sore jaw, will you? I'm about to stop you clean the chin. Jingles, Jingles, that's enough. Oh, now, Phil, you've seen him. Hit me, let me...
6: Let him up, let him up. Oh. But men aren't behind him anymore, now that the right people have taken over.
5: Um...
0: Mr. Brody to open up his safe for us, wasn't it? With a little on that yeah,
2: is. The ballots were all here, Mr. Hickok, just like you said they'd be.
6: Well, they're all counted just soon as Johnny finishes adding up the results.
2: I'm all through, Mr. Hickok. Here are the figures.
6: Thanks, Johnny. Take them, Mrs. Crawford. Want to tell the folks waiting outside?
2: It'll be a pleasure. Folks, I've got news for you. Horizon City has a new mayor... Mr. Hiram Gibson.
0: Yeah! Wait, a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Don't shout for me,
6: folks.
3: Mr. Hickok did this. We've got him to thank.
6: You've got a good mayor now.
2: Yeah! Oh, uh, Jingles, I almost forgot to tell you. Oh, yes, Mrs. Crawford? The dentist just got back in town about an hour ago. Oh, yeah, the dentist. Now I can look after that tooth that's been hurting you. And
0: it's about time. You know, it's my bicuspid right back here, and... Uh, well, what do you know?
2: <laughs> well, he's all set for you, so you better
0: hurry. Uh, no need to now. Bill, you know when Jack Brody hit me out there? Yes, Jingles? He knocked that tooth plumb out of my head. It's gone. You know, i got to remember to thank him the next time I go by the jailhouse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And now, here are the stars of Wild Bill Hickok, Guy Madison, and Andy Devine.
6: Well, folks, we'll be back next week with more adventure and excitement.
0: We sure will, and how about it? You Ranger's going to be with us?
6: Oh, uh, we sure hope so. Andy and I also hope you'll remember to get Kellogg's Corn Pops. Right.
0: It's the great new cereal with the sweetening already on it.
6: You bet it is. Andy and I think Corn Pops are great. So long.
0: See you next week.
5: <laughs>
1: Yes, sir, be sure to listen next week at this same time on this same station when Kellogg's Corn Pops brings you another exciting story of Wild Bill Hickok starring Guy Madison and Andy Devine in person. Today's cast included Irene Tedrow, Jess Kirkpatrick... Fred Shields, Johnny McGovern, Lou Krugman, and Jack Moyles. Our director is Paul Pierce, music by Dick Morant. This is a David Hire production transcribed in Hollywood. This is Charlie Lyon reminding you, kids love pops, moms love pops, pops love pops. Kellogg's Corn Pops. <laughs>